0: Talking about hey. fire that when the deal is done short fuse black cat here by the when they bring
1: welcome to lit with Larry I'm Larry I'm Jesse hey Larry how about we get lit let's get lit <laughs> cheers cheers yeah it's summer we're outdoors at Jesse's new house it is awesome.
2: That's right. It's Friday, May 29th. We're still kind of in lockdown, I guess. So things are starting to open up, and we figured we'd get together. And uh, Larry wanted to do this in an office, and I said, well, I've got a side porch that's got a pretty cool ambiance, so let's do it outside. So the first ever Lit with Larry outside, so we decided to do a summer edition and talk about summer. You know, Last weekend was Memorial Day, and a lot of people were out and about going to lakes going to swimming well i guess going swimming in their backyards (laughs) uh there was a run on the backyard pools i don't know if you knew that probably not because you don't have kids but they're all gone so like i tried to get one after labor day and prices have shot up and it's it's impossible now so boats and rvs too boats and rvs too interesting Mm -hmm. um well let's let's give a shout out to our sponsor first before we forget Uh, So shouting out to uh, Ernie's over on Harrodsburg Road. Thank you, Kevin and Justin over there. Um, And today we are actually drinking a couple of bourbon barrel picks, you know, since we're at my house, my home turf, uh, I've got a lot of these, but this is a new Knob Creek um, that I'm sipping on. It's a 13 and a half year Knob Creek. And I actually did not go on that pick, but I did go on this Four Roses pick, which is is like an eight year OBSV, 100 proof single barrel. So... Um, we've got a couple of nice bottles of bourbon, and you know, White Claw's out because it's summer, and Larry's slipping on some Coors Light.
1: Yes, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Ernie's. This um, particular particular uh, Four Roses is totally awesome. Yep,
2: totally awesome. And thank I actually you. actually, gifted both Larry and producer JV a bottle of it. So you're thank welcome you, sir. to enjoy that. Thank you. Yes. But the topic is summer, so let's... Did you do anything for Memorial Day last weekend?
1: Uh, I think I drank quite a bit, but no, other <laughs> than that, no. What did you drink? No, I did not, did uh, you at I least not go anywhere. Did you at least drink? I, drank, I like, finished off the um, the bottle of bourbon that you did last pick. And... Uh, the Cheerios, right? Yeah, the Cheerios. Yeah. You know, that was super, super yummy. Uh, made some ribs, you know, slow-cooked in the oven, not on the grill. But otherwise, um, Memorial Weekend was just one of remembrance. Um, if you go to Facebook and look me up, you'll see uh, pictures of my dad. Uh, he was uh, 23, 23 years Navy. And then I also put up a picture of, uh, of him and my son, which is hysterically uh, interesting because they look remarkably similar. Um, it skipped over me, of course, being, you know, half Asian but uh, it closed out uh, between the two boys.
2: Yeah, but that's, that's kind of neat. My, my mom was in the Navy, too, and uh, when I was explaining to my sons what Memorial Day was and what it meant, they said, well, what's a, what's a veteran? And I told them, and they said, well, who, who, do, who do we know that's a veteran? And I said, actually, your Nana's a veteran. Uh, so it's was kind of an interesting little lesson for them. That's great. And so,
1: of course, um, Jesse took the boys and the girl, to uh,
2: to the lake i did you guys yeah. had an awesome time went down to norris lake um got to see some friends one of my best friends from high school drove up from charlotte and we got to hang out with my friend b dub who we hang out down there as, as often as we can and uh, he's got a nice house and a nice boat it was a little bit different because there's a another neighbor in the neighborhood uh, throws a huge crawfish boil for memorial day every weekend and i mean usually you know there's a couple hundred people there they kept it pretty small and everybody was a little bit far apart, and we actually stayed outside the whole time, and uh, you know tried to uh, avoid people as much as we could. And our uh, producer JB, Larry, you're making a lot of noise. It's <laughs> he, uh, okay. He's he's cutting up. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, making some summer sausage here, cheese, olives, you
0: no know, uh, bourbon. Apparently, it's a snack time at, at yeah. Larry's house.
1: Exactly. But
0: anyway, so JB, what did you do? I actually uh, got to go out, just even though I said I probably wasn't going to, I did get to go to some of the newly opened restaurants in Lexington last Oh, weekend. So which, which restaurants? I went to uh, Tin Roof, of course, and then on the Saturday afternoon, uh, some of the people from our uh, sister podcast, let's get to it, Joe and Connor were out, and we went to Tin Roof, Paddock, Centro, and Infinity what's infinity infinity is the rooftop bar of oh yeah i've been there few mm, times been, never yeah. remembered it um all were you know but following packed? the proper nope they weren't packed following the proper protocol um so it was great and i think uh later that night the paddock there was a video of the paddock that they had too many people in and got in trouble but um i think other than that things were good
2: cool no, nice um, Cool to hear that you got out. Um, well, I think you know, with the theme of summertime, I had some ideas with this. But um, first, I kind of want to hear for Larry and JV. What I guess first, where where did you live, and uh, what did summertime mean to you as a kid? You know, what 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 were your favorite activities, and uh, what did, what did you look forward to most? Wow. Okay, so I moved around you a lot. You can't of, even remember, folks. I remember, <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean this. You know, this is the last century. So, you know, I can't hardly remember, but I spent a lot of time in Connecticut, um, Kansas City, Missouri, and then uh, East Providence, Rhode Island. But uh, what I remember was that as a kid, there was what's referred to now as free ranging. No, I... what did, like, what, do you, what is that? Free ranging is when, like, you got up in the morning at, say... You know, seven o'clock. You got on your bike, yeah, and you took off. And you kind of listened for the bell. You know, around six o'clock. You know, you probably didn't even go home. You know, at like six o'clock for lunch, you just went out. Yeah, and so for me, uh, there's a bunch of stories uh, that I remember. Um, in when I lived in Connecticut, uh, we we lived in a trailer park. And there was a, uh, little forest n- nearby and my sister and I, uh, would go there because
2: how much you know, does it, I don't mean to interrupt. How much does a trailer cost in Connecticut? About a hundred grand. I got no idea. <laughs> just, it's expensive uh, there. That's the joke I was making. Yeah. Yeah. I got
1: <laughs> no idea Yeah, what it was. Uh, but I mentioned the trailer park in Connecticut a couple episodes ago because I nearly died when we oh, yeah, had a that's fire. Right. That's right. there, yeah. But, uh. Nearby was a um, was essentially a forest, and my sister uh, and I uh, got a magnifying glass and basically lit the fucking place on fire. So, <laughs> so hold on, you burned down the forest and you burned your trailer. You <laughs> well, we pyromedian. didn't burn the trailer, but yeah. you know, we yeah, didn't really uh, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, uh, we burned down a solid <laughs> acre of forest, and so that's one of the things I remember. Um, in Connecticut, you know, the, the couple places I lived there, um, there was nothing actually kind of consequential, you know, of, of doing anything spectacular or interesting. Did you Can- ever do a clam bake in Rhode Island? Uh, yes, in Cl- Rhode Island I did, yeah. for sure, often. But um, one of the memories of Kansas City was um, we were walking distance to uh, school and church. And so the church um, had an overhang, you know, a uh, portico where you drive around the car. And so I literally was standing there one day when a truck with a camper on top tried to go into the portico and it totally destroyed it. <laughs> it was like, you know, 11, uh, the portico was 11 feet, the camper was 12, you know, the guy drives through, totally smashes the but whole thing—it's like
2: those. Have you seen those addicting videos yes. online where it's like trucks that try to go under that short yes. bridge? I think it's in New Jersey somewhere. But that, yeah, those are yeah. awesome. Yeah, those exactly big rental box trucks. Somebody just rented this truck for uh, <laughs> twenty bucks a day and then destroys it, for, and then has to pay like thirty grand for the truck. That's pretty funny. Yeah,
1: uh, I've actually uh, besides the one I saw in Kansas City at the church, I actually was on my motorcycle uh, near Jones Beach in Long Island. New York, and saw a an Ill- illegal truck do exactly that. It was it was it amazingly hysterical. Yeah. Where, you know, there's the box it. truck you were talking about, goes through, smashes the shit out of it. That n- would uh,
2: be terrifying, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And, you know,
1: I'm, fortunately, I'm, like, three, four cars behind on my motorcycle. Yeah. You know, so, fortunately... I-
2: I'd like to think that's something I would never do, but I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, don't know. If I was in a place that I wasn't familiar with and I was driving a new vehicle and listen to a podcast or something like that, I, who knows?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it, at least on the um, uh, the parkway I was on, it's very well signed. Yeah. It's like, do not put trucks here. You are not allowed you know, somebody to did, drive yeah. a truck. You know, so the guy was definitely you know, on the stupid side.
2: So, what about you, JP? <laughs> what did summer mean to you and where were you?
0: When I was probably up until 12, it was very similar to Larry's. Um, I remember getting up, riding my bike to the public pool for swim team, which usually went from like 10 until noon. Came home, had lunch, and then would go back to the pool. And, you know, we're, we're just there all day. We had swim meets on the weekend, baseball or T-ball <laughs> at night, and then we would go on a big vacation um, to the lake, Okaboji, in the, after the Fourth of July usually, and that throughout the years got progressively got weeks longer from you know one to two weeks up until five weeks, and then eventually the whole summer, thankfully. Um, So then that turned into where I was in the summer and was my high school and college jobs during the summer. So it was a, summer was a great time, was able
2: to make a lot of money, meet new friends, have fun. So what do you think you both looked forward to the most about summer? Yours is probably like the Okaboji, right? What about you, Larry? Like growing up, what was like school was out, what's the one thing that you looked forward to doing?
1: Hmm. That's a tough. That's a tough one. I'm not sure that I was particularly looking forward to anything. Meaning, I kind of liked school. You know, it's not like a a bitch for me. And then in summer, you know, uh, unlike JB, uh, summer meant that my mom made me work the yard. Yeah. When I say work the yard, we had hundred yards worth of hedges, you know, which I had to cut. And then my mom had me build, you know, dig a hole for something every week. And then there was a garden, you know, with plants and stuff and, you know, I had to do that.
2: Do you think that's what inspired your, the green thumb that you have today?
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, my mom, you know, my mom could plant a broomstick and get a tree.
2: You know, and
1: so, yeah, so I I totally love plants, I love a garden, you know, I've got a bunch of them myself. Yeah. And, um but, so, it, it, it wasn't so much that I, like, look forward to summer, because I had to work my ass off, I, <laughs> but yeah. in retrospect, yeah, you know, it was good. Yeah. So,
2: but what about you? Uh I would say, uh, <clears throat> interestingly enough, I think we all had pretty similar summers, because, I grew up in a tiny town of like 2,000 people, maybe a few more than that, but um, you know, we had three stoplights. I lived in between two of the stoplights, which means I lived in town. Um, and so like all of my friends who lived in town, we'd do the same thing you did. We'd get on our bikes in, in the morning, we'd figure out lunch and we'd just kinda go to someone's house and expect their mom to feed all of us or a babysitter at my house. Um, so my, both of my parents worked And so we always had a babysitter, and we were were four kids, you know, all two years apart. Uh, So we would just make our babysitter's lives hell and had had a lot of turnover in that position. Uh, But we would go out and, you know, not come back. We'd come back and eat dinner, and then we'd go back out. So I think two things that come to mind for me, well, three, I guess. The pool, for sure, because that became our babysitter. You know, they would just drop us off there at 9 a.m. or whenever, 8 in the morning, and pick us up at 6. Um, That was pretty common in our... You know, in our uh, town, yep uh, you just have the the pool rats, and I was I was one of those for sure. Um, second would be uh, base, you know, little league baseball. Uh, that was definitely the highlight of the summer summer, and we could all ride our bikes to, to our games. You know, so we, our parents didn't even have to go if they didn't want to, which some of the times they didn't. You know, we would just go play, and that's I think that's a lot different than today. You know, if I weren't if I were home or you know and able to go to a baseball game of my sons or, or daughter. Uh, I think I think it would be ridiculed if we didn't go right, but it's right. but I mean we live in a city too, so we have to drive them but I would there were many times I'd just ride my bike, play baseball, and ride home you know yep, yep um, we went to the lake, you know we had a camper at a lake and a little boat, uh, so that was always fun skiing and things like that um, but i what i the most thing that I would look forward to during the summer would be staying out you know as late as we possibly could you know if it got dark at nine o'clock we were probably out till eleven and because like at that time is when we would play like a city-wide or a town-wide game of like hide and seek or you know rabbit kick the can all of these different games that we would play right um and all of the parents were cool with it and it was safe and um it was really fun but you know it's a lot different way of being uh, raised than what what you see today cuz i think you know a yeah. lot of people would be afraid today yeah, to do that exactly so. yeah. i think um one of the
0: I remember, like there were seasonal things, like the Dairy Queen closed in, in the winter, yeah, in September, and then reopened in May. So, like things like that, yeah, yeah, you didn't
2: have that. Were, we had it a little ice around. cream shop that was only open in summers, yeah. Sweet yeah. corn, or you know, or the those. concession stand at the park. You know, yeah. if you didn't have, a, if you didn't have any way to eat dinner, sometimes you just go eat at the concession stand, right? Which is kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. What about, exactly. what about now? I mean, what do you all look forward to in the summer now? Other than, you know, outside of this COVID crap. Well,
1: I really enjoy looking at uh, young, you know, women in
2: bathing suits. Like those 90-year-olds I mean, that just walk by? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's
1: like, okay. And that, that works for me quite well. I didn't know this you was perfect like, with Larry. <laughs> I thought it was with Larry. You know,
2: it's... Uh, it's totally... Oh, that's something you're supposed to think and not say, maybe. But, yeah. but I can't Bro, say I disagree. I can
1: say, but not touch. Yeah, okay. Okay? That's totally, you know, cannot touch.
2: What yeah. about what about when you lived in New York? You know, like, New York is probably colder and, you know... The oh, yeah, well, are, New, York, New but York's it's, very different. Because, well, it, it's, it's wildly different because there's, you know, there's so much greenery here and grass and... You know, we're ten minutes away from Horse Farms, and we could go be on a big property. You know, and enjoy the outdoors. Where in New York, everyone's cooped up in little condos all spring and winter. So when summer happens, you know the streets just get filled again. Or how does that? I've only well, ever, I've only ever been to New York City once, and it was negative five degrees. So I, I clearly well, didn't have the summer experience.
1: Well, as as you personally have experienced, Larry's um, one of the best guests and fans in america (laughs) i am totally good with going to visit people and so what makes me unlike with you where i will praise your hospitality and your sharing of bourbon Uh, in new york i will go to the hamptons fire island uh, northeast connecticut
2: who's Ah. the most famous person you hung out with at the hamptons (laughs) Or wealthy person. Oh, uh, I'm really not going to share that. You have to, <laughs> um, but give us their
1: industry. The um, oh, there's definitely been rock stars and performers, and um, so the. Um, but the point that I was going to make is the fact that what I do is when I go to a, you know a guest house, for, usually for the weekend. What I do is I do th- two things: is I usually bring some food. I usually bring my knives or a sharpener, of the knives, and then I let the host, typically a woman, know that I'm going to cook. You know, uh, you know, two or three nights a week uh, dinners, which of course makes me the ultimate
2: yeah good guest. Well, I'd say i say you have a lot in common with JB on that one because we uh, anytime he goes somewhere, he's the first one to volunteer to help with cooking or cleaning or anything, and that's why he's been down on the lake with us a few times. And my buddy down there is like, "Is JB coming?" <laughs> all right, cool, we're covered for meals <laughs> right, <laughs> because right. JB will just like, prepare them all. Exactly, which is funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it's not not just funny, but I, I happen to like to cook. Yeah, no matter what, and then. When the host hears that, there's like, oh my God, suddenly there's like this relief, yeah, you know, from their, you know. And it's it's more fun
0: to cook for people than it is for one person. Oh, huge, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I will, um, to that point, JV, I will, I would say probably eight out of 10 times, I will (laughs) not eat because I'm just solo. Yep. But I'm 10 out of 10 times, will cook, you know, when there's more than two
2: people.
0: <clears throat> that's yep. just... But part of the reason New Yorkers leave the city is because the buildings are so high and the concrete, it traps the heat in, too, so it's even
2: hotter, right? Yeah.
1: Well, that, that's definitely part of, yeah. the, part of the issue, so...
2: Yeah. I find myself, <coughs> not on the cooking side, but on the... I'm thinking about when I, we go to the lake now and stay with a friend. Really, like, when I go anywhere, it's like I'm... I'm not a great cook, but I'll help, you. I'll help you cook if you want me to, but I always find myself doing all of the grunt work wherever I go, so, you know, this guy that we go, I go hang out with one of my really good friends has basically saved all of this heavy lifting. He's like, oh, Jesse, I need you to move these 25 things when you get here, so I'm always the person who moves the furniture or, you know, goes and uh, hooks up, you know, I hooked up his whole internet system and, and TV system and all of that, just the little tedious jobs that uh, throughout the weekend need to be done. Uh, for a while, I was uh, I was the I, person. He had an ice maker, so it was my job to fill the coolers with ice and drinks, and carry this hundred-pound cooler to the boat, which was uh, which was awful. But I I was like, I'm, it's my job. I'm the cooler bitch. <laughs> I'm participating <laughs> something, uh, <coughs> contributing something. Anyways, yeah. Let's I like um, I
0: think things slow, The pace of life slows down in the summer. I think uh, traffic's less. Uh, schools are out, so it 's the city it 's hard to compare it to the last two months because it slowed down even more um, but uh pace slows down i guess in in my profession though it 's our busy travel time so um, a lot of time spent in hotels and hotel conference rooms and um all that fun
2: stuff i I think i would agree with you but i'm on this i'm i was thinking about this actually i'm on this press like this point i guess of where things things have been slowing down for summer but with my you know my son's about to they're both about to start baseball you know they would have already been playing baseball had it not been for covid so i think with kids with summer comes tons of activities you know they're gonna have camps they're gonna have You know, soccer camp, football camp, baseball camp, all of this stuff. So, you know, I'm somewhat nervous about running them around, but at least that gets me outdoors and, uh, you know, active and things like that. But I'm the type of person that just take me to the lake for a weekend or a week, and that'll make me happy. So, yep, yep, totally good. But I think that's a good ending point. Yeah, let's um. Cheers to summer. get, Get lit. Yeah, let's get lit. Have a Cheers. great summer everybody We've got more episodes coming And hopefully we'll, we'll be live again uh, soon Maybe indoors, maybe outdoors, who knows Yes, like us
1: on Facebook Like us on everywhere Thank you so much
2: Cheers, Cheers.
0: Fire up that stogie when the deal is done Short fuse black hat, everybody rough.